everybody. Welcome to Summer Game Fest. We are in person, and today we've got a look at what's next in video games for you. We are live here in Los Angeles at YouTube Theater, and it feels so good to be in person with a live fan audience for the first time ever. Welcome, everybody. When I started Summer Game Fest back in 2020 from a spare bedroom, I never imagined it would grow into this. Today, the video game industry has come together to show you what's next. This is a cross-industry showcase, meaning no matter where you play games, I hope you'll discover a new game to put on your wish list. The landscape of video game events has certainly changed over the past few years, but one thing hasn't. There are a lot of great games in development, and our singular goal today is to get you excited about the future. In just a few minutes, we'll see the first extended gameplay of Mortal Kombat 1. It delivers, don't worry. Alan Wake 2, the reveal of Fortnite's next season, and yes, we do have a very special grand finale that you're not going to want to miss. <laughs> Made it a year, buddy. 52 episodes, and we didn't miss a single week, which is fucking incredible. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we we are the men. We are the men. <laughs> that, or we need to take some vacations. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're about to, right? Yeah, you're about yeah, to take yeah. a little weekend getaway. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. Counts, so that'll be nice. But yeah, I, I can't believe we. Uh, you know, I, I don't stick with much in my life. <laughs> I am very flaky, and. <laughs> And you know, and, and not not very successful in many mm -hmm. ways, but mm -hmm. but the podcast has made it a year. Mm -hmm. I hope to, hope to be another you know many mm -hmm. more to come. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, it's it's nice to be able to finally get like you know it's it's it was a pretty the first year of the show wasn't the most news heavy, right? You know, we right. we started COVID just got our first PlayStation showcase that let us down a little bit. COVID happened. You know, it's, it's been going through some slowness, but it's it's nice to be able to have these special shows and, and talk about some actual games and new stuff coming yeah. out. So. Yeah, I agree with you. I agree with you. So, yeah. So uh, this is this episode is taking immediately after Summer Game Fest. So we're going to talk all about that in this show. There's not going to be a six things. But, again, if you have thoughts, opinions, you know, subscribe to us at YouTube at PS Pals, at PlayStation Pals, Twitter at PS Pals Pod, and and gmail at playstationpalspod at gmail.com. Do any of those things. Give us your thoughts. We'll read them on the show. And, uh, yeah, so let's move right into it. Let's talk about Summer Game Fest. Let's talk about our overall review of the show. Um, our expectations, I think, were a little more in check, I think, if I remember our predictions correctly. Yeah, they were. They were. 
uh, especially after that uh, underwhelming showcase by Sony. We didn't know what Sony was going to bring. We didn't know what anybody else was going to bring. This is kind of in the mix. There's a Xbox showcase in a few days and a Capcom showcase. And a Ryu guy, Gokudoku. Oh, what? <laughs> Ryu Gagodoku. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, and Ubisoft 4. There's a lot of other events surrounding this thing, but it is Jeff Keighley. Jeff Keighley likes to bring it. Uh, and like I said, we just finished watching it. So like, we're going to start off with our review of Summer Game Fest. Again, if you want to watch our reaction to the whole thing, that is up on YouTube now as you're listening to this. If you want to watch me spill coffee all over my <laughs> laptop, you can yeah. do that. Yeah. Yep. So that, and that, that that's a good one. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, just a, a brief aside. I am known in my family as the klutz. If you okay. if you go out to dinner with me, uh, don't sit next to me. I've dumped water entirely on my wife. I've I've broken glasses. I'm a, I'm a klutz. I'll admit it. Okay. And it wasn't even like anything like acceptable. Like there was like a big announcement. Like, no, I was just shifting. Yeah. <laughs> just shifting. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> So, so all right, let's get into our reviews of the show. John, take it away. What are your thoughts on this show overall? It's just about two hours. There was a lot of games there. Yeah. But uh, what did you think? Yeah, so uh, I think this show is the product of expectations. You know, you said it right off the top. Um, I think going into this one, not expecting the world and the moon and the stars and everything in between and kind of just like being ready to be shown some games and I know I'm going to find some that I like and I know I'm going to find some that I want them to get off the screen as quickly as possible. <laughs> but, you know, say, saying all that, I think it was a, a fine show. It right. didn't blow me away. It didn't disappoint me in any way. I think there's a, you know, it's one of those shows that I think a lot of developers and publishers and, and companies out there, they want to put together something so that there's a couple things for everybody. Not necessarily everything's for one person, but here's a couple things for everybody. And I think they successfully did that, starting yeah. off, you know, with a brand new side-scrolling Prince of Persia, you know, tickles some Metroidvania fans like myself. You're getting fighting games, you're getting JRPGs, you're getting True. chill farm building games, and then you mm -hmm. finish it off with, you know, one of the most popular franchises in video game history. Yeah. You know, it's hard to be too upset with it. But that being said, I thought, you know, like like these shows always have because they need to be funded. They need to be paid for. You're going to have some lulls. You're going to have some advertisements. But, you know, Summer Game, this is what, the third or fourth year of Summer Games Fest? I, was, I don't know. It yeah, might even be more than that. But so, you, you've, you know, the expectations have have solidified themselves into place. And I knew that we were going to get that stuff. So it didn't make me too mad. But right, right. um so, yeah, you know, it was like a solid three out of five type deal. Yeah, I, I think I'm with you. There wasn't a lot of exciting things to be. In fact, the two biggest exciting things were the two games we knew about, which is that we got Spider-Man 2 release date, yeah. and we saw an extended trailer for Final Fantasy Rebirth, which, again, is, this is not us just learning about it. We knew that game existed. And I think a lot of um, the announcements of the show were just, kind of check-ins, yep. checking on this game, checking on that game. And then, you know, we get, we got extended gameplay for Mortal Kombat 1 and Alan Wake 2, but those were known quantities. And I think coming away from those gameplay reveals was like more of the same mm -hmm. and including um, Immortals of Avium, a game we've just saw two weeks ago shown again. You know, it's just yeah, like... they're really pushing that <laughs> one, man. Really pushing that well, one. Outside of their sports games, what electronic, art ha electronic arts have for the rest of the year. Oh, I was about to say, well, they just released a Jedi or Survivor game where <laughs> Star Wars was the words I was looking for there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, rest of the year, I'm not sure. Yeah. And Jack so shit. I think, yeah, it, it seemed to start really strong. You know, it's it, 
I would say the Game Awards are our top tier for like a showcase. Like the Game Awards was awesome. Like we love that show very much. And then I mean, Hades Two was there. <laughs> yeah, Hades Two. Mm-hmm. Slow game. Yep. And then you know the showcase brought us down. We both did not think very highly on this. And then I think this is kind of the in between. It was like it was well paced. It was nice to see some extended gameplay demos of games, but I don't think there was not a really. We're waiting for that on camera. One of us has to stand up because we're like, oh, my God, like, yeah. you know, kind of moments. And that just wasn't here either. No, yeah, it's, it's weird. It does seem like there's a lot of developers out there just that we, you know, haven't heard from in a while that are being a little bit quiet. You know, I think of, you know, Supergiant. You know, I guess we know that they're working on Hades 2 or you know, just some of these other big developers that, you know, take two and, um, you know, obviously they're working on Grand Theft Auto. We know that's coming. Insomniac, we know they're working on Wolverine. There's a lot of things that, like, you know, seem to be kind of just out and about, but... We're just getting, yeah, this is a lot more like, you know, South Korean developers, you know, seeing like NCSofts and Nexons and Bandai Namco's and, you know, uh, <laughs> that kind of stuff, which is fine. But, yeah, where where are the big boys and maybe Xbox will bring it? I'm not sure, you yeah. know. I mean, if they were to, if they need to write their ship, now's the time to do it. So throw money at different publishers and, and developers out there to, to be there, even if they're multi-plat games. But it's just, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's... I don't know, I'm kind of like as as time is going on, I'm a little less optim positive about this one. I feel like even the <laughs> games at the PlayStation Showcase were a little bit stronger. It's just again, it's it's the the product of the expectations that right. that come alongside that. Right, right, right. And I think the I think what the what was shown the game shown here showed better than the ones at the PlayStation. Yeah, there's more showcase. gameplay. That's all you need. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's all you need. <laughs> more more gameplay you know, and a little more dates and you know, even something like uh, John Carpenter's Toxic Commando, right? Like <laughs> okay. it's a silly ass looking game, but like at least I can see what it is, so I can I can <laughs> digest and absorb and figure out if that's something for me as opposed to Concord, which I have no idea. Right. So. Right. I agree with you. So. Uh, yeah, and again, this is it is E3 season. It's built around all these events. So again, the things that we wanted to see are probably going to show up within the next few weeks, and and we'll go from there. So yeah, and you know, I've I've heard rumblings and rumors around the industry that you know I'm I'm, I'm inside and inside information oh, okay. yeah. <laughs> um, that. It does seem like there is another Sony showcase brewing. Like it, it seems like there's a lot of people that know about different projects and things that they have going that weren't talked about. If they weren't here, I don't know where they possibly would be. Mm-hmm. So my guess is that we are going to get that. You know, if this was kind of like Sony's showcase A with like live service games, our new teams, they're gonna have something later in the year that'll be like these are the first party teams, the blue points, the the, the people you know that you came to see. So I sure. imagine that'll be the one that hopefully knocks our stocks off. But yeah, it gets us to buy a PSVR too. <laughs> Maybe. But uh, yeah, so I'm with you. Three out of five. Just the just the good showing, some good video games. Yeah. But you know, didn't blow my socks off as the, the Game Awards did. Yeah. So. As the kids say. Yeah, so let's get into the in individual announcements of the show, the bigger ones. There was a lot to show there, and we're going to skip over a couple things, but uh, let's go one by one. Let's go through it, and uh, let's get our thoughts. Yeah, so Nick, the way I'm going to do this, I'm just going to – I wrote them all down. I'll read them off. If you have nothing to say, you can just say, like, <laughs> just say move on. Pass. Pa- yeah, exactly, pass. But I do want to at least, you know, read all these out. So, okay. you know, we'll just kind of – Kind of go through them. So first, first game shown, and honestly, it was kind of one of the more surprising announcements of the of the showcase, uh, because it is an existing franchise that we haven't seen in a long time mm-hmm. with a different style than we've never seen. Mm-hmm. That's the, the Prince of Persia: The Lost Crown from Ubisoft, which looks to be more of a side-scrolling Metroidvania, which is something that I'm into. Yeah. Uh, did this game do anything for you, Nick? 
yeah, it looked good. I'm and I'm a fan of the franchise, the Prince of Persia games, the 3D ones especially. Uh, I didn't. I don't. Because there originally was this was what it originally was. was like yeah, I don't game. think anybody's a fan of the Super <laughs> Nintendo. I mean, I'm sure there are, but nobody thinks of those anymore. But, but yeah, yeah, so I think of the franchise very fondly, and this did look very good. I think on stream you mentioned Metroid Dread, and that is a very good uh, comparison. I'm sure they would love they love hearing that. You know, that's the way the great. boss fights look specifically, mm-hmm. like just with the amount of screen that's taken up by the bosses, the amount of screen that your character's taking up, and like kind of it had some bright, flashy colors kind of going yeah. on that Metroid yeah. did too. And 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 as on a whole, we've been kind of down on Ubisoft. So to see kind of a this cooler, smaller project that is more in our wheelhouse and not in the live service element that we're really down on. It's not an X Defiant or them chasing some other kind of trend. It's, it's them. Then I don't know who's what who within Ubisoft is working on this. But this yeah, this looked exciting. I like I like the art style. I like everything that was shown. And yeah, this is this was one of the. You know, it's not a, like, again, it didn't knock our socks off, but it was a nice, pleasant surprise coming yeah. ne- early next year. Yeah. Um, this is the Ubisoft I like. I mean, yeah. <laughs> you know, I, Rayman Legends, I love that kind of stuff. So, you know, if they have some more smaller type projects that just take care of, you know, do something with their IPs that's a little bit different, like, yeah, yeah I'm, a, I'm a little more interested in that than I am of just, here's the next open world X game, whatever. Right. Right. All right. Well, then next we got a game we knew was going to be here. Um, you know, prior to the show, Keeley loves to tweet out certain things, which I honestly wish he didn't do that. I, I kind of like not knowing what's going to be there. You got to get a little hype. Yeah, it's fine. Um, in this game, hype. we already kinda knew. Hype. You know, we knew that it, it existed. It's been shown off here um, in the past couple weeks, and that's Mortal Kombat One. Got a nice, meaty, probably five-minute trailer. Showed off some gameplay. Showed off the cameo system. Showed some fatalities. A little bit of the story. Um, take it away, Nick. What do you think? Uh. It looked okay. It looked fine. It wasn't reinventing the wheel, um, unlike Street Fighter, which you know they've been supporting Street Fighter Five for a long time. But you know they had Street Fighter Six to hit a week ago yeah, and just and, and just take the world by storm. Ninety two on open critic, do, open critic doing everything right, and then this to come out and just look more of the same. Even the cameo system wasn't like, oh wow, yay, right? You know, it was just kind of it. It it looked like a good sequel, not a you know, not a reboot of the series or anything like that. It just looked like this is the next game. And since we're only less than three years away from the expansion aftermath that this is taking place after, it's just, it seems too soon. I really wish they went in justice three instead of gone to this. And yeah, it didn't sell me on the game, which is unfortunate. Yeah. Um, it didn't look like a game that was being made exclusively for next-gen systems. It, you know, it didn't look bad, but, no, no. you know, just bad timing, man. Coming right. off the heels of Street Fighter, you know, just to drive that point home, uh, it just became, I think, the 29th game of all time to get a f- perfect score from Famitsu, which is, a, yep. you know, it's the IGN of Japan. Um, you know, so, like, that's the level of quality that, that their competitors just came out with, and Capcom is, you know, on top of the world right now. So it's going gonna, it's gonna to be pretty hard, I think, for them to come out and have people not just directly compare it to Street Fighter, yeah. um, but you know, I, it's also the kind of game that I think it's you know it's a thirty year franchise. All of these fighting games are at this point, so it's like right. you know it's going to always have its its loyal fan base, um, and that's fine. But 
yeah, I kind of wish the cameo system looked to just be like another move set. Yeah, can you explain that really quick for people yeah. who maybe not have seen what it is? Yeah, so the cameo system is this new idea that they're trying to implement where you can basically, when you go into the character select screen, you're able to pick your character, but then you also pick a cameo fighter, which can then be used during the fight with a single button prompt to allow you to kind of basically expand your move set and use some of the moves from other characters. Yeah. So I, it looked like uh, you hold R1 and then basically... Based on if you push forward, down, up, or back, it's going to do a different move from that yeah. person, which is neat. But like <laughs> in terms of innovation and the way that you're trying to move a franchise forward, you know, you compare something like that to what Street Fighter VI did this year, mm -hmm. and it's like not even, it's not even a comparison. Right. Um, so again, you know, there's going to be that that crowd of people that just want to see as much blood as possible. Right. And, and, and you to can be do that, fair, but. they did not show off Homelander or Omni Man, which yeah. would have really gotten. Uh, Just saving that one. Yeah, that would have really perked John and I's ears up, and our eyes would have glowed as seeing either of those characters. Because again, we we they're leaked. We know they exist. We want to know who's voicing them. Right, and that would have been they, a cool how, moment. How they fit into the world. Yeah, it would have been would have been really nice. But I know they have they want to. It's baby steps, right? Like right. let's show what's new in terms of gameplay. Every fighting rollout. Yeah, yeah. And then steps. let's strip feed the characters. That you can play as and then the other characters as well so yeah so um, didn't look horrible but kind of much like this showcase i expected maybe a little bit more but yeah it's okay mm -hmm. yeah. um real quick here nick nick i don't have much to say about this i just love the crossover uh they showed basically mecha <laughs> me strong me world strong word i i do i do love this crossover because I, I think it's always a good... Do you like the idea? Or, well, let me, go, let me go, get into it. Yeah, yep. to see what it is. So they showed off Ryu, right, in, <laughs> in, a, in a robot Ryu. And so initially that's going to throw off some questions. But it's they're doing a Street Fighter Exo Primal crossover, which is the upcoming Capcom robot versus dinosaur game. And I just loved seeing Ryu with a gun just <laughs> mowing down tons of, tons of dinosaurs. Um, but I do love this crossover, Nick, because I, I just... I, I wish sometimes companies would just have more fun and just try sure. try to do silly little things. It doesn't matter. The, yeah. yeah, this game isn't, you know, putting Ryu in there is not going to take this game from an 8 to a 9. It's not going to do anything like that. It's just showing the fans that, like, hey, we're here to have fun. Like, let's just have fun together. Right. And I like that. Yeah. Yeah, so. it's fine. And, again, we'll, we'll see more of this. And also Guile was in there, too, I think. Yeah, there was a robot Guile. But and, and, again, there's a Capcom event coming up. Yep. So this is just we'll, – we'll see a, a lot of Exo Primal, I'm assuming, at this Capcom event. So. Yep. Um, All right. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. It's, it's there for you if you want it. Uh, next up, got some uh, probably the biggest guest <laughs> of the day. Um, you know, Keely has definitely made a um, routine of, of having guests on stage, celebrities, people that you kind of <laughs> wouldn't expect. I think what it was Pacino was at the Game Awards, right? Yeah. yeah. So they brought out uh, Mr. Nicholas Cage, Oscar winner Nicholas Cage. Um, to basically <laughs> talk about his inclusion in the Dead by Daylight franchise. They did. Um, you know, he will be available on July 5th to play as, but, you know, I don't have a lot of insight into this game, so I can't really speak to anything right. like that. But always fun. Always fun to see people, fresh faces we know in situations we're not used to seeing them <laughs> in. Um, you know, Nick, you know, I, I feel like every time a celebrity comes into this world, into the video game space, they always have to make a joke. Yeah. Oh, thanks for inviting me to your cool club or whatever he said, you know, ha ha ha. But, um, you know, it's cool. Nick Cage is, is he's a cult classic celebrity at this point. Right. He, right. people love him for whatever reason. I like him. I don't have a problem with him, but, you know, 
Anyway, anything to say about this, Nick? I, I really got no. No, I mean, Dead by Daylight's been out for a long time. John and I don't play it. It probably needed this kind of insurgence. I'm sure this will bring a lot of people to the game. But it, and it's all again. It is always cool to see Idris Elba, Nick Cage. You know, these celebrities show up in video games. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, no, this is just. It was cool that he was there, and I'm gonna in in the reaction video. It just kind of hyped me up. Like I thought, did, like, yeah. I thought this show was gonna be much bigger. Because this was like within the first, you know, 15, 20 minutes. Yeah. And it's like we got a new game from uh, uh, Ubisoft, and then we got the Mortal Kombat 1 extended demo, and then this. And I was like, this is going to be a lot bigger than we think? Because, I don't yeah. know, this is getting there. It was, it was definitely a, a big name to get. I feel like, though, with these shows, you always got to remember, it's a, it's a line, and then a dip. Yeah, and then it comes back up a little bit. I feel like that's the typical format for a show, and so especially the Keeley ones because they have to have ads. So right, it's, uh, right. Yeah. Hey, you know, put out some big bangers right up front. Stay, <laughs> stay tuned. Yeah, get our ad money, and then stay for something cool. Yeah, yeah. All right, this one was kind of weird. Um, you know, we got uh, PlayStation showed up two times here, right? Yes. Right, and so this was the first one, just showing off one PSVR two game that we've pro- seen. That we've seen, not first party or anything. Crossfire, Sierra Squad. Had a silly little live action thing alongside of it. I got nothing. This would be a pass for me. <laughs> no, I, I, this might be an ad. This might have been an ad in the show, but it, because, oh. it, because there was a lot <laughs> of production. Think, I didn't even think of that. The, there was a lot of production in it, and I think it was an ad, to be honest. But, yeah, just more gameplay of Crossfire X. It's a tactical shooter in VR. does nothing. We've seen it before. Pew, pew. Yeah. Cool. Uh, next up, game that I'm low-key excited for. I mean, I, it's not a day one or anything like that, but I enjoyed the first one. We got to see a little bit more of Remnant from Ashes 2, uh, which is a, weirdly enough, procedurally generated third-person co-op shooter um, where you're kind of going through these environments, you're facing hard enemies. Think very much like the Souls franchise, but with guns, um, different characters with different abilities, working with a team to take down big bosses and stuff. Um, I played the first one for probably about five hours, and I definitely enjoyed my time with it. It had a lot of systems in place that I enjoyed, just leveling up guns, leveling up equipment, gear, things like that, with the hard combat and satisfying loop that you get with a Souls game when you finally take down somebody. But... um, yeah, I mean, I thought that the the it looked cool, like the the character design, enemy design, things looked interesting, seemed pretty eldritchy and gnarly kind of yeah. thing. But um, does this one do, do anything for you, Nick? Nope, nope, all you, man. Okay, all you. <laughs> yeah, so you know, I might check it out when it comes out. But okay. um, Nick did have a point when we were talking about it during the show is that yeah, some there is something about that I've grown tired of with tanky enemies. I just just. With maybe the exception of like the Soul series, because like th- that's just inherently in- built in the game. But when, when you're shooting something, when you're yeah. consistently shooting something for five straight minutes, it, it just gets a little bit tiring because yeah. you're gonna eventually just you're dodging and then get the, okay aim dodge and then you're yeah. just doing that over and over. I played a lot of Destiny, so that's fair. I'm done. All right, I'm kind of excited about this next one, Nick. This one was uh, completely out of left field. Completely, you know, we didn't know anything about it. Um, but we get to see kind of the evolution of the Sonic 2D side-scrolling franchise. Yeah. Um, they started the trailer off with like one of those, you know, kind of before and after things where on the left side of the screen, it's old school looking Sonic, a line down the middle and he goes over and then it's like this, you know, fully 3D rendered animated thing and it looks really, really nice. Um, but yeah, it's just more Sonic, more side-scrolling Sonic. Looks like it's up to four co-op players, maybe, you know, a Rayman Legends, you know, super new Super Mario style experience but with a familiar formula so swimming could be kind of cool what do you what do you think about sonic superstars 
Uh, yeah, it looked really good. It, it's a smart idea, and you know, obviously, um, whether it was at the new Super Mario games, yep. we're doing the same thing. Yep. So it's smart to just bring Sonic and his friends into the same format, and you know, Sonic's known for you know great fast levels. I don't know how that's gonna work with uh, multi, multi, yeah. uh, you know, two, three, four people, and you got one guy going really fast throughout the level. Everyone's gonna be you know lagging behind or putting. Yeah. I think they were put into bubbles. And the new Super Mario World game. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. If you get off. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I don't know. It, it, it definitely looked really good. And, uh, you know, if there's any, I know since, you know, a year ago, we uh, were not high on Sonic Frontiers. Our very first episode, we right. were not high on Sonic Frontiers at all. Nope. But, you know, we are high on the 2D Sonic. So I think, uh, you know, I think this this could be a good game. And it's coming later this year. So yeah. it, was, it was, this is definitely... If I was going to say, like, one of the top announcements of the show, this is one of them. Yeah, so. it's kind of cool to see. Um, yeah, I think that is the the big question. How do you do co-op with the l- amount of speed that is inherently tied into the series? Yeah. Um, especially, it seems like, based on what they showed, that it's it's not four split screens, right? It's, it's right. one screen with four characters. So right. we'll see. I'm sure they got it figured out. Yeah. All right. Uh, next up. Honkai Star Rail coming Q4 to PlayStation 5. Yep, yep. This was my prediction to be in the showcase. Yep. Uh, it finally showed up. Of course, uh, Jeff Keighley has, has had the exclusives on a few Hoyoverse announcements, so not shocking that this showed up here. But, yeah, yeah. Yeah, expect this game to, you know, kind of take a lot of oxygen out of the room when it comes out. I mean, at least within a specific amount of, or a specific group. You know, Genshin Impact was absolutely fucking huge. It's yep. honestly probably one of the smartest properties that sony's tied itself to you know to get in with the hoyoverse uh mm-hmm. right off the ground floor so this is only coming to playstation 5 it's not coming to xbox um tactical jrpg turn-based mechanics yep. so yeah should be cool all right, all right. next up uh, another kind of one of the bigger announcements of the show um game we've known that's been existed that's you know, existed for a while now, but that's the Lies of P, which is a Pinocchio-based Bloodborne knockoff. Yeah, uh, we got a date for it, September nineteenth, uh, and you get to play a demo available yeah, today. Pull. Yep, play which, it right now, which is absolutely huge because uh, if you've listened to me talk about the Soul series, it's all about the feel. Yeah, and you need to nail that. And so, there's no way to get this game into people's hands until you prove to them that it it's it passes the From Software yep. test. Yeah, um, so. You play you playing the demo, Nick? Yeah, I'll check out the demo for sure, for sure. I want to get really into it just to really make you mad. I'm like, this is just a better game than Souls. If you ever Soul franchise, I'll be say it's better know. than Bloodborne. We're gonna have to redo our top <laughs> fifty, <laughs> bud. Yeah, I am. I'm, I'm excited to check it out. I was reading like just some of the uh, <laughs> the setup of this game, and it's it's more of a knockoff of Bloodborne than I thought. You wake up in a town, oh, it looks like everybody, a everybody's lock themselves inside their house just like bloodborne <laughs> there's a disease or something going yeah. on you got to fix it so um but yeah so play that I'll, I'll probably hopefully have some impressions for that next week at least on the demo yeah yeah for sure we'll definitely talk about it next week i plan on checking it out too yeah so and it's and then again another game coming this year which yes please yep so more of these more release dates please yeah i wonder you know starfield takes the world by storm you know it's got a got a little bit of problems with that release date but it's a different enough game. I don't think it'll be too bad. Right. All right. Up next, from Bandai Namco, a little little man named Akira Toriyama. He's he's made a couple, <laughs> uh, you know, couple art 
art. He's got a very unique art style that I think you'd immediately recognize if you saw his stuff. But he's Dragon Ball fame, Dragon Quest fame. Um, but he's got a new new uh, franchise, new IP, yeah. which uh, is titled Sandland. Yep. Um, looks to be an open world vehicle kind of. I don't know what you would describe this game to really be. Um, action RPG, probably. Yeah, and there was a, looked to be like some sim management too, as well of your wherever your village is. You're, you kind of play look as a, like a little red demon guy that yep. that can do uh, combat, but then there's also a lot of vehicular combat. You know, he's kind of paired with an old man who has a tank, and there's a lot of scenes of you doing a lot of vehicle vehicular combat. Um, yeah, this is again one of the announcements I would consider the top, one of the top announcements because it was just out of nowhere. We didn't know this sure. game existed, and it's Unreal Five, and it looks really good. It looks solid. Yeah, I just I got like this is this is coming to PS4 and PS5. It's like when Nick, when do we when do we <laughs> stop with the PS4 crossover stuff? Like uh, the big games will get there. These smaller <sighs> publishers, Bandai Namco, it's just wild. They're they're still going to be around. So yeah. I'm sorry. It's dumb. It's really dumb. <laughs> That's fine. All right. Uh, this one doesn't do much for me just based on the genre it's in, but we got from NCSoft and Amazon Game Studios, Throne and Liberty, uh, which seems to be medieval MMORPG. That's a hard pass, John. Great. Moving on. <laughs> uh, Warhaven from Nexon. Um, uh, that's a hard pass, John. Okay. Just for everybody out there, it's more of the same stuff. It's just multiplayer MMO and stuff. it might not be coming to console. And it might not be coming to console. But this one, I know Nick Nick has been wanting to play. Unfortunately, he might need to wait a little bit because this is one of the rare Xbox-only games. Uh, we got a short little tiny thing for party animals, which is just your <laughs> wacky, physics-based, um, yes. you know, think uh, gang beasts, think... Um, you know, Fall Guys. Fall Guys, that kind of, of stuff. Yeah. Um, just goofy, fun times. But coming September 20th to Xbox and PC... Uh, you can borrow my Xbox for this one if you want, Nick. <laughs> no, 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 no. But, yes, this is the second time I'll have FOMO on Xbox. The first one being Hi-Fi Rush and now this game. But th- I'm, this game will eventually come to PlayStation. But Being that it's multiplayer-focused, I'd but, be surprised. Uh, it looks great. You, you, you kind of play as every kind of animal on the planet. Any game where you can be a sea otter is just the sure. win. Sure, You know, so, uh, yeah. This just looks like a fun game to play with friends. I just, yeah, and you're it, grabbing and the marketing's so perfect. that They've nailed the marketing and the silliness. So. Yep. You're, gra- you're grabbing onto each other. You're throwing people off buildings. You're hitting them with random things you pick yeah. up. It's it's meant to just, yeah, you you shouldn't be getting mad playing this game. If you're not <laughs> doing anything except laughing, you're not playing it right. Yeah, I and it's been shown quite a few times, so this is not a surprise. But I'm, again, glad another this year game. So Yeah. Uh, next up, we have Crash Team Rumble. We've seen this game before. Also coming. That's a hard pass, John. All right. June 20th. Check it out. Uh, big one. We knew this was going to be here. Again, I kind of wish this is why I don't. I wish that I didn't know because it'd been cool right. to see some gameplay. But uh, we did get to see Alan Wake Two. Sam Lake came out on stage, who is the CEO, founder of Remedy Games. You know, he is the actual character model for Max Payne. So if you looked at him, you're like, I I know that guy. It's because that's Max Payne. But we did get to see uh, some gameplay of Alan Wake Two. Got some details about it. Um, we're going to be it's going to be a kind of a dual narrative thing going yeah. on. You you know, we have the second character name is Saga, um, who seems to be kind of operating in this universe that Alan Wake is basically writing. You know, that, that's 
seems to be what's going on. Right. I know you know a little bit more about that, but um, they kind of basically confirmed that this is, in fact, a survival horror game. Like, this is the, the style of game that this is going to be, which seems to be a little bit of a departure from the first one, which was more shooter, adventure kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but it looked great. You know, it looked the very, very pretty. Uh, we got a date for October 17th. Yep. Um, sorry, Alan Wake, Spider-Man is going to, as <laughs> yeah, we'll get, we'll get to. to that. Um, <laughs> but, you know, they were kind of talking about how there's like this fluid switching between Alan. That's and, the interesting. Yeah. Part. Between Alan and Saga, where it's like, there's these dual narratives going on and you can stay with one the whole time, or you can stay with the other the whole time, or you can bounce back and forth. And that's gotta be an incredibly tricky thing to do. Yeah. I wonder how that's going to work in execution. Yeah. But I feel like out of teams that could pull something off like that, Remedy's a, a pretty good bet. Right, so. Yeah. And is it just different, like you're playing the same levels, but Alan Wake sees it a different way, sure. the encounters are different, and then uh, Saga sees it a different way. How they play that out, especially if you're if you're like, I'm just going to keep jumping between the two, am I missing details? Uh, do I Should I do a whole playthrough as Alan Wake and then go back and do a whole playthrough as Saga? Yeah. But it, it, it's interesting. It's it, it definitely adds an extra element to the game because I thought the gameplay demo was a little weak. Uh, it looks right out of a Resident Evil remake. Yeah, you know the the behind the, the camera, over the shoulder look that we we've seen in all these Resident Evil remakes. But uh, there was just one combat encounter. She fought one enemy. She did the typical Alan Wake thing of shining a light on it to make it, you know, so she could hurt it and shot it a couple of times, and then was exploring the environment, and that was just it. Yeah. It was it was not a lot going on there, but it is Remedy. I trust them. I just. You can do a little just, better. Just show demo. me the weird. That's all. Yeah. I want to see the weird, which, like, you know, they did a little stinger at the end of showing different scenes. And, yeah, like Nick says in the, the um, reactions video, there's, like, this weird, like, four-armed <laughs> shadow monster going at her. And it's like, yeah, that kind of stuff. Yeah. I eat that kind of stuff up. But, um, yeah, I mean, I think it's going to be great, though. I, yeah. I think I think if you're a survival horror fan, yeah. uh, be excited for this one. Yeah. Um, next up. We got a little bit of uh, info for our Warhammer Space Marine 2 due out this winter. Another one that we didn't get a a specific date for, but uh, a window. Uh, They talked about how this game's going to have co-op, which is kind of cool. Um, I never played the first one. Nick, I know you did. Anything you saw from from here? Uh, It's going to be hard to say. This is a... uh, Oh, gosh. I'm I'm blanking on their name. They they had several... Saber. Uh, yes. they, have se- they had several games with the showcase, and Saber is a very hit-or-miss developer. Um, again, they are, this is an existing franchise, so they should be a little better. And what we see is looks pretty good. Like you're playing, a, if you're not a Warhammer fan, a Space Marine is just kind of like a big hulking guy in a giant suit of armor. Uh, kind of like stomps around, and then uh, the enemies in this game are kind of like insect-like. Like think out of like Starship Troopers or something, and they're just like in giant crazy hordes. And uh, there was just a lot of third-person shooter and melee combat. But uh, so I don't know. Is it, this is up in the air. It, my big question would be performance. Sure. From this studio, but uh, yeah, it looks like a um, Earth Defense Force kind of game. Right. That's but a little a little higher higher polish. You know. Yeah. It's probably. I get the feeling that this game will be fun for two hours, and then yeah. I, and then I'm gonna get a little tired of, of just mowing mowing people down. So, well, I have a feeling its campaign won't be very long. So, it's true, it's true. <laughs> but uh, yeah, war, there there are a lot of Warhammer games out there, and uh, only a few of them get kind of this kind of budget. So, yep, yeah, might be good. Yeah. 
All right. Next up, we got a brand new uh, game called Yes, Your Grace Snowfall. Nick and I didn't know if this was an existing game or if this is a, an add-on and if this is a brand new franchise. Oh, okay. Uh, it, it describes itself as a pixelated royalist simulator. Yeah, that's the kind of vibe I got. Yep, steeped in Slavic myth. So, you know, you play as looks like a king. You're kind of making decisions what's going to happen to people. Yeah. Um, you're going into battle, doing things like that. Um, again, I would I would urge people to, like, look at the art style. It's kind of cool. It's a little different just where, like, the characters are way more pixelated than the environments. But uh, it's not really for me. I question the in-battle part. I, yeah. I assume that's just an, an outcome of your decisions. Right. Like, it'll just play out. And if, you know, if you prepared well, made correct decisions, you'll, you'll survive. But... It looked it looked interesting, you know. It's not a, nor- a normal game that we see at these kind of things. And I know Jeff Keeley made a point of saying we got something for everybody here. And you mentioned that at the beginning of the podcast. Uh, but this this definitely is out there. And check it out. It's yep. it's it's different. It, yeah, it looks like to be a decision based game based on the resources you have, and you're gonna have to make some tough choices. But uh, also, live correction, I am stupid. It was a previously existing game. Oh, okay. Came out in 2020, so this is yeah, the other sequel oh. to that. <laughs> Shut up, Nick. Is it coming to console or anything? Uh, da, 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 da. I don't know. Well, we can correct later, but it's, sure. it's yeah. It's, um, it, 70% discount on Steam if you want to play the first one. Yeah, I'm not, pull, I'm not pull, sure. Pull up the open critic. Let's, let's, just, let's just get right to the source here. Is this a good is, game or not? Is this worth it? <laughs> oh, my know. God. It's a 95. <laughs> I got 404, Nick. <laughs> I can't. I can't look it up right now. You got a computer. <laughs> no, it's fine. It looked interesting, but again, you know, I, I can't. I can't look it up. <laughs> so uh, I'm having some computer problems today, folks. <laughs> um, so yeah, the caffeine isn't helping. <laughs> I guess not. Got a 74. <laughs> okay. So, on PC only. Okay. All right. Well, there you go. There we go. So. All right. So as I mentioned earlier in the show, next up we got from famed horror. Guru, John Carpenter, and Saber Interactive uh, got a trailer for a brand new game called Toxic Commando. Coming 2024. What you got? I mean, this would be a hard pass, but I'm going to just talk about it because it, it looked a little bit interesting because we don't know what it is. But my guess is it's that extraction shooter that we love so much mm. from that it looks like. Uh, because, and I think that way because there were. You're in different vehicles a lot. Yeah, uh, it is a first-person shooter, and one guy is shooting from the vehicle a lot. Um, but you're always in like he was in an ambulance at one point. He was in a tow truck pulling another car. Uh, there's hordes of zombies. This is not look up my alley, yeah. but but I think like obviously. I'm sure John Carpenter is just cashing a paycheck. That's just to put his name on it. That's what you do in the of, video game space. Get some validity on this, but. Uh, no, it doesn't look for me. It it, it looked pretty. It was a, probably an Unreal Engine five. I can't say that yeah. for sure, but I, I would bet my money on it. Yeah, it is, but I'm kind of getting. I disagree with you a little bit. It, to me, it looks more like a survival game where you're kind of going out into you know an environment with hordes of zombies. You're you're seeing if you can push it a little bit farther, get a little right. more resources, right. come back, upgrade your initial you know fucking wagon into you know eventually a tank right um kind of thing but um and this is our initial reactions i'm sure this game probably no. has its steam page up and no. everything else and <laughs> it probably explains no. the, these these details you but. have to admit when you're wrong nick you have to 
Okay. For the integrity for the integrity I'm of saying, the podcast. I'm just saying we're like again, this we're recording immediately after it. It's not like we, we went back and watched the trailer six times. No, I know. We I don't know. know. So um, but no, it's not it's not for us. So. Yep. Um I wish this next one was for us. I don't think it is though, but I wish it was. Okay. Uh from Larry and Studios. Oh. <laughs> uh they got we got the official one release date for Baldur's Gate three. Uh, coming August 31st, uh, Larian Studios of Divinity Original Sin and Divinity Original Sin 2 fame, which are some of the best regarded computer JRPG or computer RPGs out there. Yep. Nick and I tried to play the second one. It's probably more a fault than mine than anything, but you know, it just it requires so much of your time, effort, and thinking, researching. I'll be honest, kind of I don't think it's a game we could have played together. It's no, like probably not. You sit down and you're going to play. Like it, This is like an Elden Ring. You're just going to have to get engrossed in it. You're yeah. going to have to devote long You could probably only play with like a roommate, somebody yeah, that you're yeah, with like yeah, every yeah, single yeah, day. Yeah, so, but, um, so, you know, it, it's they didn't really show much of it, but I think just it's one of those games where you know the caliber of the studio, you know it's going to be great. Yeah, so. and it's coming to PlayStation very soon, so yep. in a few months. So. All right, and then probably the shock of the show, Nick. Uh, we got a little <laughs> Spider Two, Spider Man Two, unbelievable uh, info. Which, like, you know, we knew that PlayStation was going to be here when they listed all the partnerships. You know, they were they were listed, and you know <laughs> what at what capacity. You know, we got the little PSVR two thing earlier. Like, well, is that truly it? But um, yeah, a little bit after, like, a, what two weeks after showing off the game finally with just a. Fall release type date, vague window. <laughs> uh, Brian Intihar came out, who is the director of the game, uh, and just didn't really give us any much more information besides the fact that it's coming October twentieth, twenty twenty three, which I think is a pretty pretty nice little pocket. You know, I think it's going to dominate that space. You know, you might get a Call of Duty thing around there, but you know, Alan Wake two, sorry, Assassin's yeah, Creed sorry. Mirage, sorry. <laughs> Um, you know, this game is going to sell gangbusters. I believe the first Spider-Man is the highest-selling PlayStation exclusive ever. Yeah. This is going to do just the same. Eventually, you know, it's going to start off a little slower because it is next-gen only and just the install base isn't there. Oh, but, it, but, no but everybody who has a PS5 is going to want this game. Yeah, um, I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if there's going to be a bundle. Yeah. We just, you know, coming up the weekend that Across the Spider-Verse just had, you know, Spider-Man's very hot. Um, we did learn one confirmation of things we talked about that is that Venom is not Eddie Brock. Mm-hmm. He said that specifically. So Venom in the comics and in the movies right now is played by is Eddie Brock. But as we talked about on this very show, we're it's the Harry. experts. We're the experts here. That is Harry Osborn because that was the stinger tease at the end of the first game. Yep. So that'll be exciting. And uh, the, the brief new concept art that we saw is that Venom looks good. Yeah, that'll be that'll be a very interesting. Um, you know, I'm not I'm not the narrative comic book guy, but to see Peter, he's gonna you know it's Harry's his best friend, right? Yeah. So like it's gonna yep. be an interesting dynamic of uh, everything going on there. You know, there's probably did the symbiote attach itself to Peter, but Peter needs to get the symbiote off to save Harry, and then he finally gets it off him to save Harry, and then Harry's just, well, I can't fight him. He's my best friend, so. You know, kind of a tried, yeah. tried and true scenario in the video game world, but being that Insomniac has the, the license to do whatever they want is pretty exciting. So yeah, and, and we're gonna be able to play as Venom, which will be very exciting too. Three playable characters and did they confirm the that? No, but I, as we've talked about on this show, you're gonna be de- using the symbiotic powers for a long time as Peter. Right. That when he finally gives it to Harry, you're gonna just play as Harry as Venom, which is cool. But, yeah. Yep. Yeah. So. 
happy to see that. It feels. I think that in hindsight, it makes the PlayStation Showcase just a little like easier to swallow because it's like <laughs> just one of the one of the tiny things that bugged me about that show. Is so yeah, let's briefly touch on that. Like sure. two weeks ago, Sony Showcase Spider Man is not is shown there. No date. That was a point of contention for us. A point of contention for the whole showcase that there were no dates attached to anything. But then, not two weeks later, they come out and they confirm the date. It is not the date that um, Tony Todd has been teasing. It's a little later, so Mm -hmm. I wonder... And that could very well factor into this, is that they didn't know, and maybe two weeks they're like, all right, this is the resources we have. This is where we're at with the project. Let's lock this date down. Maybe it is in response to the criticism that your PlayStation Pals had. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. But how do you feel about this game showing up two weeks later to uh, address the one of our bigger criticisms of the showcase. It kind of annoys me. <laughs> um, I'm not mad about it, but I just, you know, it, it's it's a move that we've never really seen in these scenarios, right? Um, but I guess when you kind of start to think about it, it makes a little bit of sense. Sony's been trying to use this phrase, total mindshare, um, you know, regarding their brand lately. And, that's one way to do it is, you know, hey, we're going to take up all of the conversation the week we're doing our showcase, and then Summer Games Fest is going to happen, and we're just going to throw a date there, and that's enough. That's enough to get people. Like, that's that's going to be one of the biggest headlines from the show at this yes, point. Like, sure. yeah, it's going to be Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. Spoilers. Um, you know, what we're going to talk about later in the show. But, you know, it's going to be those kind of things, but, like, just the date on that game is going to take up a lot of the IGNs, a lot of the polycons and things like that. So that just might be the way that they're trying to do it. Just spread everything out. <laughs> and I know it's like kind of our problem, right? We're, we're consuming all this stuff. Like Immortals of Avium shows up again and we're just like, oh, okay. Like here yeah. we just saw you two weeks ago and here we are again. And same thing here that it is a little frustrating to space these announcements within the same weeks of each other, you know, like yeah. that is frustrating. But, uh, yeah, I it's I know again, it's what you've been doing for me lately and a Spider-Man release date it just makes me feel good. Yeah, feels just better. Just makes me feel good. Especially after coming <laughs> and watching the incredible movie that everybody should go see. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, across yeah. the Spider-Verse. Yeah. All right, here's a weird one, Nick. <laughs> so they kind of showed off and, you know, it, I was I was commenting to Nick during the show that like it's it feels like there's blood in the water for the Pokémon franchise. And and what I mean by that is that Every single version comes out. It's still selling like hotcakes, but people are getting kind of pissed off about it. I, and I, th- I think this last one was a, one of the most egregious examples of that. I forget what – was it Scarlet that just came out, whatever the last Pokemon was? I'm not sure what it was titled. This is a PlayStation Pals podcast, yeah, I know. and I don't play uh, Pokemon games, so – You don't, you don't play don't, don't ask me. Yeah, so <laughs> it, it, it seems like there's – like. People are kind of sensing that. And so we got a trailer for a game called Pal World, which you could you could have fooled us into thinking in certain shots that this is just a Pokemon game. This is a 3D Pokemon game. You're, you're fighting monsters that have that very similar aesthetic. Yeah, the art a, style is so similar. Yep. Throwing, throwing a sphere, a ball at them that splits open and they go inside of it and it, it comes back down. But you have guns. <laughs> you have, like, fucking automatic rifles. Or missile sh- launchers. Or <laughs> missile launchers or this other stuff, and you're just shooting these huge monsters. And so it's just an interesting dichotomy or juxtaposition with one another where it's like you have these you know, cutesy little things that you're, hey, be my pal. Let's go let's go fight enemies together. And then you're pulling out an AK-47 and shooting him in the face. Um, but it still maintains that very 
kid-friendly art style. So yeah, I'm, just, I mean, it's a weird one. Yeah. It's a weird well, one. what the game is is a good question too. Is it a single-player game? Is it some kind of MMORPG? Yeah. Um, again, this is probably things that you can probably look up right now and you would know. Uh, but uh, yeah, the second it, it, you would have thought it was a Pokemon announcement, like an expansion of some <laughs> or something, but. <laughs> um, but it is, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's It doesn't look for me. It's kind of, yeah, it's almost like I would say a Pokemon meets Fortnite is what it's going yeah. for. It's like it's kind of trying to bring two brands together, uh-huh. and it's just, I don't know. Well, yeah, it's, it's going into early access in 2024. But to give you a little context, Nick, it's the Black Desert team. <laughs> who does the South Korean team okay, who does yeah, a huge yeah. free to play yeah, this MMO. will tell you what it is so and it's not for me Doke V which was that uh, that hasn't came out yet but that was that <laughs> insane looking I think it was the PlayStation showcase with Wolverine that they showed that off it was like that yeah. weird uh, I can't even that or it was a state of play last year I don't yeah, really I, I can't even begin yeah. to describe this game but from so from no, Pearl it, Abyss it's gonna be this is gonna be free to play this is going to have you know all, all sorts right. of crazy hard pass John. hard pass all right we, <laughs> we, we can move on then. we reach there <laughs> Not. But 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 watch the trailer yeah, nonetheless because it'll entertain you. All right, this one pissed me off because I'm such a loyal Lord of the Rings fan. Even though Nick would argue that point because I haven't seen the show yet. <laughs> um, but they just keep I don't know what they keep doing to my my franchise. <laughs> we got a new game coming hot off hot off the uh, release of <laughs> Game of the Year contender Lord of the Rings Gollum. Uh, we're getting uh, Lord of the Rings Return to Moria, which is definitely dwarf focused and. What is, what is it? It's like Minecraft-esque slash... Yeah, you use mining resources, and you're definitely building structures. Um, I mean, hard pass, John. I don't, yeah. I don't even think this is... This might even come to console. I it's just know. frustrating. I just have to real quick, Nick. It's just frustrating when there's such a... It's such a, <laughs> it's such an incredible universe and world that it's almost like nobody out there wants to put in the resources and time and intricacies that you need to do to make a good one. It was like Shadow of Wardor, Mordor and Shadow okay, of Mordor. I was going to say, I was gonna those hold were, up, bud. Those were good. They were fun, but it's still like narratively and just everything. It's just, was, you know, it's riddled with microtransactions and things like that. Fun combat, but I don't know. I'm still waiting for that. Hogwarts Legacy, I'm, I'm hesitant to say that because I think that game does have a lot of problems, but like still can tell it, it treats the franchise what you want it to do. Yeah. Right. Still right, wait right. for that. Maybe not, it doesn't knock the, not a 90 on Open Critic, but at least does the, the, the franchise justice and kind of yeah. Let me go explore some of those, those cities. Let me go, let me go, you know, spend time with some of the different races and things that exist in this yeah. world. But, yeah. yeah. I, I hear you. Yeah. I'm sorry, bud. <laughs> All right. Um, Final Fantasy VII Ever Crisis Hard Mobile. Pass. Okay. Mobile game. Coming Final Fantasy VII. <laughs> um, then we got, uh, we've seen this game before, but we didn't really get much more than just a quick teaser trailer uh, from Don't Nod Studios, makers of um, not the original Life is Strange, but what, Before the Storm, and I believe, uh, what was the one they oh, just they did, they did the original Life is Strange. They did? Yeah, they were Life is Strange, Life is Strange 2, Life is Strange True Colors. I swear, and one of them, like they, they deck nine, the, deck nine. Before is, the storm is the other one, which was done by deck nine. Sorry, I yeah. was confusing deck nine and uh, donut. So yeah, so they did all those, but um, and did and did three D games like Remember Me and stuff like that. So. Yeah, but we're getting a new IP called the Banishers: Ghosts of New Eden, uh, due out at the end of twenty twenty three. Yeah, this was at the Game Awards last year. Yeah, and we didn't have much to say then, and I don't think we have much to say now. No, no, they're <laughs> definitely going for third-person 
action combat with a weird ghost ability. Yeah, you have a ghost that's and talking you can kind to you. Of like, and... Looks like you can kind of go up to enemies and either save them or kill them. Yeah, there were decisions to be made. So, because uh, they did the vamp, was it? Just, is it just called vampire? Vampire. Yeah, vampire. Oh yeah, vampire with a Y. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. Stupid. Yeah. So, and that that game had a similar uh, decision making. So. Okay. Um, yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um, next one, unfortunately, a little bit leaked uh, yesterday, I believe, at least the date. So we kind of had a feeling it was going to be here, but uh, we got to see a little bit of Like a Dragon Gaiden, the man who erased his name, coming November 9th from Ryu Ga Gotoku Studios. Um, so it looks pretty cool. Looks pretty good. I mean, if you're a fan, if you're a fan of the Yank- y- Yakuza <laughs> series, like you know, you're gonna eat this shit up. If you're not, you're gonna be looking at it and go, "What the fuck is this game?" Yeah, and this is going back to the brawler formula that took place before Yakuza Like a Dragon. So it's not the turn-based combat. So, uh, but similarly, yeah, you're going back to the character that shepherded all those games with yeah. Kiryu uh, Kazuma. Um, <laughs> so I don't know at this point because they've all been on PlayStation Plus Extra. You're either all in. Or you've dabbled here and there, like myself with Yakuza Like a Dragon. I don't know what to think of this, but you know, I, their I, games are good. I think fans are gonna like it. I yeah, think, I think yeah. it looks it looks high quality. So, There's some yeah. cool abilities that they show. The environment that they showed at the end of the game is just colors in your fucking face. Yeah. Um, but I would urge everybody just dabble, dabble in this franchise. Like, give it yeah, a shot. There's don't, a lot of games. Just try, try one of them. I would, you know, I. I I'm sure we've said it on the show, try either seven or zero would probably be my, if you want a more of a beat em up <laughs> style, play zero. If you want turn-based RPG mechanics, play seven. But this franchise is just so batshit insane and, and unique. Yeah, that, it's fun. That you owed it to yourself to at least check it out. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. So. Yeah. Um, all right. Next up, a game called Under the Waves coming August 29th, which uh, from uh, looks to be pre- um, published by... Uh, Quantic Dream, Correct. who are the guys that did uh, Heavy Heavy Rain, Detroit Become Human, things like that. So you obviously know you're going to get a narrative adventure type game. But this but one this is not from them. The developers published by them. I don't know yeah. who the developer is. I didn't write it down. Um, so well, it might not be a narrative game. I would I would not make that assumption. I would. <laughs> from that footage? Yeah, I, I mean, I think you're going to have some light gameplay mechanics there, but like, I think it's it's the, the main focus and the main thing you're doing is you're going through environments and, and getting a story told to you. I yeah. think I think that's going to be, you know, you look to be this underwater Jacques Cousteau kind of explorer with a little submarine, and you're probably going to be picking up different pieces of a story along the way. Yeah, it kind of reminded me of like a Subnautica, but third person, a little not as high budget, but uh, yeah, you're... You're piloting a submarine, collecting resources. Uh, there was a little bit of voiceover in it. Um, this this looks good. I would say this is also one of the more the bigger uh, announcements of the show. One of the top announcements because it came just came out of nowhere. And um, yeah, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> the brief headline I see from GameStop: the underwater game about grief. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well there you go. Yeah, it's an adventure game. Yeah, so, like, so. De- developers Parallel Studios. Uh, it's a poetic underwater adventure about the engulfing power of grief. So, okay. yeah, can be artsy. Yeah, yeah I, I think that again, that Maybe. is one of the the top games of the show. I think that sure. came out of nowhere. So, uh, Call of Duty Season Four. Hard pass, John. Cool. Fate Farm. Hard pass, John. Marvel Snap. Hard pass, John. Fortnite Season Three. Hard pass, John. Wayfinder. Hard pass, John. All right, not a hard pass on this one. Lasanga, and I didn't write down the subtitle because it moved <laughs> too fast. But um, it was like shift between worlds or something like that. Yeah, it was some something like that. 
Yeah, this appears to be a very Hades-esque looking game. Um, you know, can you nail the things around that game that make it truly special? I don't know, but the camera angle looks to be pretty much exactly the same. You're dashing around just like Zagreus does, uh, but with an interesting time mechanic where it looks like you can kind of split yourself up into different versions of yourself that look to help you through the combat. So um, not knowing if that's a button you can press to split yourself or if it's if you die in a room, you can reset yourself and your, your bodies will continue to help you so you can like kind of just keep going forward. Um, but yeah, I mean, it caught my eye at least. Any, yeah. Anything for you? No, I think I my guess is that similar to like a Hades, it's run-based, but your run is recorded in the a form of this shadow character. So you'll go through and you'll be like, I'm going to attack this and this and this. And then on your next run, you'll go do whatever you want, but your shadow will come in and do those things with you. So maybe completing a level is kind of just similar to a Hades. Just try, try, try. And then eventually there's like eight or nine of you out there all just destroying the map. And then like if there's a boss that by yourself, hey, I'm hitting him for a sliver of damage. Well, now there's 10 of me hitting him. And now it's taking a lot of damage. It's, and like, I think... it's like the end of Nier Automata. Kind of <laughs> there <reminds> you go. <laughs> uh, but yeah, together. again, this was a, this was one of the top games of the show, I'd say. It, it, lo it looked good. The mechanic looked unique. Yeah. And uh, yeah, just out of nowhere. Lysanga. L-Y-S-A-N-G-A. All right, next up, um, I did predict that we would see some Twisted Metal. We did you did get pretty some... solid on your predictions. I know, I'm smart. <laughs> we we did, uh, did get a Twisted Metal short teaser trailer, I would say, that kind of showcased the voice work of Will Arnett. He came out and kind of uh, had a little thing to say about it, how he was excited to voice the uh, Sweet Tooth, you know, iconic PlayStation character, but... Uh, so they showed a small segment from the show, which you know was basically Sweet Tooth attacking Anthony Mackie. Lots of, lots of, um, you know, humor trying to be inserted here and there. Not really my thing in terms of writing. Um, so I don't know. I still remain to be sold on this show. But did this move the it, needle for you at all? No. no. Okay. To answer that question, it either screams at the. The game, the rest of it, the car combat, which should be the focus, is low budget, and they're not excited to show it because this was a very specific clip in a very specific location with two characters that we knew were in the game. It, we don't know what the plot is. We don't know anything about it. You would think Anthony Mackie being attached, it would be a little bit higher budget, mm -hmm. but it's hard to say. I will say Sweet Tooth did look good. Yep. Like the makeup and the setting was fine, but I'm with you. The humor didn't land. Twisted Metal is primarily about car combat. Um, you know, let's let's see what it is. Let's get a full trailer at this point. It's it's coming out at the end of July, and that's yeah. not far that far from now. So yeah, I mean, it, you know, it'll, it'll depend. Like, is this the humor that you're trying to get me to laugh, or are you just trying to set a vibe for me? Because this is the Deadpool writers, correct? I believe the yeah. Deadpool writers are attached to it, so that type of humor is can be funny. Deadpool is funny, right? I don't, it's just this one, you know, haha, the, the killer clown listens to the thong song, that's, that's hilarious, and you guys are going to sing it together. It's yeah. like, I don't know, man, that, that seems a little forced. But, yeah, and that's why I'm still, I'm still like kind of on the fence here, because again, it was just a clip of 30 seconds of the show, you know, so uh, who knows how the rest will pan out, but uh, yeah, no, it didn't, it didn't make me go, oh, I want to watch, I mean, for this show, and because we're PlayStation yeah, we'll pals, watch it for sure. we'll watch it for sure, but yeah. Uh, uh, if I didn't have to, if I didn't do the show, I probably would not be yeah. interested. So, all right, three more left here, Nick. All right. 
So one of the most shown games in recent memory that I you know I can think of. Yeah, this is a hard pass, John. All right, Immortals of Avium coming <laughs> July twentieth, Ascendant Studios. Uh, the lead character actor really annoyed me. He looks too smug for his own sh- his own good. And uh, okay, I, okay, what's the review score on this? I'm I'm curious as to what you. What's think. my guess? Or Seven, I can go first. It's okay. You go first. Yeah, low 70s okay. if, if it doesn't hit high 60s. I was going to say 78 or 79. Ooh, no, 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 no. Okay. No. It looks we'll polished. See. It looks high quality. It's just, I don't know. Mm, some, sometimes it's some, something's rubbing me the wrong way, and that yeah. game has it. It does, it does have it. Like, I just, it's the way it's shown. I just feel like with the amount that EA has been pushing it, like they're, I feel it feels like they're internally confident in it. It feels like they have something going there. But, you know, that's why I think it'll be, you know, some sevens, some eights, a couple. Yeah, like but, it'll be in there. Yeah, they're confident to bring it to these showcases, but I don't know. I yeah. I think it's I don't think it's gonna go over more I mean EA Originals does have a pretty good track record. Like they're they're pretty yeah. they're pretty good, but yeah. we'll we'll see. Um I don't know. I, I, it just feels like they're trying to make a big deal out of it, and nobody, you know, stop trying to make it happen. It's not going to happen. Yeah. Um, more Fort. I don't know why I wrote down Fortnite earlier. Because there was an ad for the Fortnite editor, and then there there was the, oh. the new season of Fortnite. Again, it's more Fortnite. Transformers. Transformers and dinosaurs. There you go. Boom. All right. Now the big one. Uh, can, can we talk quickly to the lead up to this? Sure. Because at the start of the start of this oh, whole yeah. summer game fest, yeah. you know he. Jeff Keighley came out on stage and he did his normal hype and he did talk about the things that we already knew, you know, Mortal Kombat 1's here and stuff like that and exciting announcements. But then he said at the end of the show, he's got something. Mm-hmm. And as we know with Jeff Keighley, he actually does know when he has something. He's not he's not joking around. He's not he's not going to pull the leg out from under us about um what what was that DoorDash? He led up with to a DoorDash that led into a DoorDash he, ad. Yeah, they they showed. <laughs> I think it was with the the Final Fantasy VII mobile game. Yeah, and then he goes, speaking of Final Fantasy. Oh and yeah, everybody goes. <laughs> yeah, and it was a DoorDash. Yeah, code. And he just has this smirk on his face the whole time. For Final Fantasy sixteen. Okay. Yeah, so, yep. Okay. Now that now that I forgot that that's what that was. Now that makes us better. But uh, yeah, at the, at the start of the show, he kind of built up like, oh, I got the uh, thing at the end of this the show. You're finale. not gonna believe. Like you're just. Just be ready, and it's like, and I actually, I know John, you weren't happy about that with that kind of hype, but I was kind of like, it's Jeff Keighley. He knows when he has something mm-hmm. that this could be something huge, mm-hmm. you know. And, and then your mind just goes crazy, right? Yeah. And even in, even up to the lead up, I think you were, we, because he was talking about you know a famous RPG franchise, and we thought you know it could because Elden Ring's considered an RPG. We thought. Shadow of the Tree or Cyberpunk. Was yeah, that's like. Cyberpunk. But again, you know, Jeff knows when he's got something bigger than those things, and which is arguable. Obviously, this sure. franchise is. Sure. <laughs> but uh, go ahead. What was the actual announcement? Yeah. So we got the confirmation. Um, Final Fantasy Rebirth, Seven Rebirth, which is the part two of the Final Fantasy Seven remake. Supposed trilogy. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Um, coming early 2024. So they gave us nice, meaty... I don't know, good three three minutes or so of just kind of mm-hmm. showing off different locations. Um, yeah. You know, I think the big takeaways from here are it's at least semi-open world. Yeah. Um, you know, they, they made sure to showcase, like, big open sprawling areas that you get to seemingly, you know, run around in. Um, you know, hitting a lot of the, the main bullet points of the original narrative. Um, but we're getting into uncharted territory with me for that. So, like, yeah. I, I, I really don't know, especially since they're trying to change the narrative of this one anyway. Um, but yeah, coming early 2024, uh, weirdly, they, they 
said on two discs, which is interesting. Like that hasn't yeah, happened that's, in forever. That's crazy. Um, <laughs> How big is this game? Yeah. So like, <laughs> you know, I, I know, the original plans with the remake was it was going to be three games. And it's like, you know, do they try to, to is do they stick with that or do they try to use their narrative freedom to figure out a way to wrap this up now? Because then again, you know, if if then if if there's three games, which I do hope there is, I'm fine waiting, but you know, that's gonna be probably ten years between the first one and the third one. That's a long time. Yep. Um but besides all that, game looked great. Nick, what do you, what are your thoughts on Rebirth? Yeah, it definitely looked great. If you're a fan of the franchise, you played the game, you saw kind of the there's a continent that Midgar's on. Uh, every location on there was shown in this. Uh, that was I have to watch it again if to see if it goes even further than that. But everything they showed in this trailer took place on that first continent. Um, so we didn't see any new characters. We didn't see Sid or Kate Sith or uh, Vampire Shooty Man. I forget his name. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I know. Looking to you. I don't know. But uh, I, I know people are blind. Vampire Shooty Man. <laughs> Vincent. Okay. There you go. Yeah. Vincent. Sorry, I got there. Vincent Valentine. He's, he's a lot of people's favorite character. He's my least favorite. So Really? Um, I thought everybody hates Kate Sith. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. That's that's We all are in our okay. uh, mutual hate of Kate Sith. She's the Jar Jar Binks of, uh, of yeah, the Yeah, of the exactly. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, but... Uh, yeah, I, I definitely want to watch it again. Um, they were kind of teasing when they're – so they're heavy on Twitter. I think we talked about that uh, in the last show. And John, the good good boy on him, he brought it here. And that, I thought it was out, it was crazy because I thought Final Fantasy 16 is two weeks away. It's got to see more of that. But uh, I guess they're finally that, – outside of the demo, they're finally just going to let that game come out and Yeah, where's my Final Fantasy 16 demo? Why did, yeah, you just said that. What the fuck? <laughs> Um, but uh, I think we're going to get a lot of press coverage, and everyone's got the game right now, so we're going to get a lot of hands-on impressions. Yep. IGN had an 18-minute gameplay demo, so they're going to kind of let that game speak for itself. So uh, to show this is great, um, again, in those Twitter comments, they talked about how you can uh, attack with the group now. like You can like kind of like out of Persona, the Showtime attacks, where you and another party member kind of get together. and they A cameo attack. Yeah, <laughs> or a cameo attack from Mortal Kombat. Uh, yeah, you kind of can get together and attack together. Um, but yeah, no, it looked great, and obviously Final Fantasy VII uh, Remake was very well received. Yeah, and the originals are seventh, the seventh greatest game of all time. Yeah, all right. exactly. So, but, but again, we were in uncharted territory. I... I Again, I want to watch the trailer again because I think they are teasing other things that did not happen. So, um, yeah, didn't like Sephiroth end that trailer with like "I killed her" and then like it said like "But who is her?" Or yeah, something? or even in the beginning of the game or beginning of that trailer, they showed all the people like on stretchers, you know, and loading them into trucks like Kate Sith and and Tifa and Barrett. Yeah. So you really don't know what's going on here. Yeah, that's good. So. Uh, yeah, so even if you're not a fan of the game, I think the plot details are going to be a lot different, even more wildly than the first game was. So, sure. um, but yeah, what a what a thing to end the show on. Like, I don't yeah. I don't think like I said I thought you were crazy to say it, but here we are. Yeah, there, there's definitely Final Fantasy is. Um, I'm not going to say it's as strong as it's ever been, but it's close. I mean, between 14 being fucking huge, 16 seemingly going to be awesome releasing another huge game less than well potentially eight months or so later that's right that's big time stuff man um right. you know square enix is definitely confident in their team right now i think they found the right guy 
with Yoshi P, who is the 14 and 16 director. It seems like I don't know how attached he is to this or anything. He's probably not much at all, honestly. It's no. probably it's the Tetsuya Nomura crew. But, you know, it seems like they're firing on all cylinders in that universe. And, um, you know, what, if the first one's anything to go off of, like, I, exp- I always expect sequels to be just a little bit better. Like, I don't, I don't expect them to digress. So, uh, yeah, it's going to be... Yeah, with it being on two discs, I think we just scratched the surface of what's in this game. So, but, uh, yeah, good on Jeff Keighley. <laughs> Physical's not dead. How are you going to do... <laughs> uh, it's just a... Yeah, I wonder, I want, what is the total size going to be of that? Yeah. I don't know. Because, yeah. like, Red Dead technically was on two discs, right? And they, mm. they one of them was just an install disc. Correct. So, like, so, it could be the same thing. Oh, that's exactly what this yeah. will be. Yeah. Because I don't want to have to switch discs and stuff. Yeah, but. yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah. Uh, that's that's it that's kind of all the announcements uh yeah again i think as we said it was there was a there were little surprises two big surprises and then just a bunch of mediocre but it, it but it was a showcase mm-hmm. it was it was pretty solid it was fine i didn't take yeah. my shirt off i didn't get to take my shirt off no want, we we're I, really looking for it i want to yeah especially since you know nick got me this beautiful shirt for my <laughs> birthday um you know a faction showed up not that it would because that game is, is dying but um yeah so but it was good you know jeff Keeley uh is continues to solidify himself as just the guy now he is mm-hmm. the one that does this stuff and you know, I think the industry trusts him. Developers and publishers trust him. Celebrities trust him. Like yep. they're they're good to go on his show when he needs it. Um, so yeah, good on him, man. Yeah, yeah. All right. So before we move on and finish this episode up, I did want to between now and the next time we record, there are three big showcases, and that is Xbox Game Studio plus Starfield Direct, uh, Ubisoft Forward, and the Capcom Showcase. Uh, let's start. And just kind of just generally talk about them. Like, this is off the cuff. You know, I'm kind of throwing this last minute because, again, by next episode, we'll probably be talking about everything that was shown at these events. Mm -hmm. But uh, let's start with Xbox. That's kind of the big thing. We are a PlayStation podcast, but there will be multi-platform games here. Uh, They have been tight-lipped about things that are going to be here other than Starfield. But not to lie, Xbox has so many games in the ether, including Fable, uh, Indiana Jones from Machine Games, uh, <laughs> possibly a Mandalorian game, Perfect Dark, Contraband, Avowed, mm-hmm. Blade Two, Everwild, Outer Wilds Two, K Three. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they're the they're just out there with kind of everything they have. Um, but uh, is there anything that you would be excited to be there at all? You are the Xbox owner on the show, so. <laughs> Sure am, um, but you're I don't not, know why. You're, you're not, <laughs> but you're not really into the Xbox ecosystem no. as far as their existing franchises. Like I don't think Gear Six is not going to be like, oh my god. <laughs> no, anything Halo or Gears related gets a big yawn for me. <laughs> um, what I would like to see from the Xbox show. Well, what I think will be there. I think Fable is going to be a big one, and that's a, that's a franchise that. I'm curious about. Yeah. Um, I think you, you yourself, and many other people have said that Fable is one of their favorite like RPG franchises out there. That, that does correct. does the genre a little bit different. It's goofy, funny dialogue, things yep. like that. Doesn't take itself too seriously. Yep. Um, and Xbox like had a tweet that like showed some gut dust leading to something. So I think Fable will be there. I'm excited to see Fable. I don't know anything yeah. about it, but I'm ready to. It's- Playground, right, is the developer of... Yeah, who does, like, the, the, the Forza games. Yeah, the Forza games, so the Horizon. 
uh, Forza game. So yeah, so it's an interesting, you know, a very talented developer stepping outside of their comfort zone, which you know you think of respawn and teams like that, it can produce great things. But yeah. um, I'm curious to know more about that franchise. So that's one. Um, and Avowed's probably the other big one that like I want to see more of from their first-party teams. I think Obsidian is a fantastic developer. Their strongest suit is their writing, which isn't usually my, you know, go-to with a game. But uh, the small piece of Avowed that they showed off seemed like it was like yeah, Skyrim, but with prettier graphics and you know, cool medieval sword fighting and things. Yeah, I'm curious if is it either Outer Worlds two or Avowed showed here? Yeah, and that'll kind of tell you which is the next project and which one's on the back burner. They're just gonna pull an Insomniac and show both. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's very possible. Yeah, I mean, I think, I think, I think Outer Worlds is probably their next project. It's just, it's probably a smaller, easier game to make. But Obsidian definitely seems like one of those teams that has a very, very, actually rare, a rare team on the Xbox side that has a very smooth pipeline, that has teams working on different things. They made games like Pentiment, um, Grounded. You know, they're, they're pumping out games. They don't really uh, take a break. So, yeah, I would like to see that. But um, And then the other one that, that they showed last year that I just want more info of is Silksong. Like, it's not an Xbox yes. game, but I just want more info from yep. Silksong. They made that 12 year 12 month promise last year that they missed a lot of <laughs> and that's one of them so yeah. i would hope to see it there again just because it, it has precedent to be there um and i fucking love hollow knight so i want to see more yeah and and also leading into this xbox is kind of on the downturn right we talked about the redfall we talked about phil spencer's comments like it's time man this is this is the make or break for xbox i really think especially with sony having a weaker showcase you know they can you know they they do have the bigger release of Spider-Man later this year, but yeah, I, and I'm excited. I kind of think Xbox is going to bring it, and hopefully, you know, slowly to some good indies and third-party games that are also coming to PlayStation that we'll get to see here. That kind of will bask in the Xbox showcase yeah. spotlight. And and I do want to see Starfield. Like I, I like that is a big question mark, mm-hmm. and kind of the outside of this showcase, the next game that kind of has to prove yeah, after you- Redfall that. This is why you're subscribed to Game Pass because you want those day and date games that are just the big hits. You gotta wow me. Yep. You gotta wow me, man. So you know that this following up by a huge direct that's gonna be talking about it. I'm excited to see it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm just trying to think of other Xbox stuff. Yeah, I mean, I don't. I think it's too early for Indiana Jones, even though it'd be nice to get that you know synergy going with. Yeah, I mean, I'd be happy to see it, but from what what I heard when that game was initially teased, it was like. Yeah, this is like all they have. It's just this little credits. <laughs> so, okay. you know, well, and, and, that's interesting. and with Xbox being as honestly poor management as they are with their studios, yep. I don't know. But it would be synergistically, it'd be nice to see. Yep. Um, but for you, man, I think I think you're going to see Cyberpunk there too. Like, I think that's the other yes. surefire thing that I think... Since it was not at the since summer Since it was not here, it's, it's yep. going to be there. And yep. you'll get, you know, I think we just saw um, some rumors going around that the price got leaked. Um, things like that. So again, similar, similarly to Rebirth, you start, you know, you start seeing these little pieces of info right. coming out. Something's coming. So and they're here. We know that it is playable for people at this Summer Game Fest event. Um, so yeah, you'll see it. Yeah, it'll be it'll be there for sure. And I'm excited. Please be this year. Please be soon. <laughs> yep. Please, please, like not October. Be like it's, September. It's I'm September yeah, or August. Please. I'm feeling July or August. Oh, God. That's what I'm thinking. Don't get my hopes up. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know, but. 
No, there there has been some leaks about the showcase too. Like, yeah, saying Scalebound's going to be back, yeah. showing off the Halo battle. That league is so fake. That's, I, that's the I biggest red flag. I know, flag. I know, but I'm I don't know, man. I mean, that would be uh, get people talking. That's platinum how fun, games too. How funny would it be if it got canceled again? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but um, all right, let's let's move sure. on from them. Let's move on to Ubisoft. Obviously. The game we just saw will be there, the the Prince of Persia game that we're kind of excited about. So it'll be exciting to see that. Uh, They've teased X Defiant. We got Avatar, Frontiers of Pandora. We got Assassin's Creed Mirage. There was an Assassin's Creed VR game teased at the Meta Quest Showcase. Uh, So that and that will also be here. But uh, and I know you're. You probably want you know a Rayman sequel, Mm -hmm. but that'll probably not be here. But is there? Any th- oh and skull and bones are yeah. <laughs> that is definitely going to be here too. Is there and they did tease that there is something new here that their teaser does say something new. Sure. They do have that Star Wars game coming from Massive. That's the answer to the question you're about okay. to ask. Me. Okay, yeah, there you go. So that is, that's what you want to see. What yeah, it is. I mean, you know, I'm pretty down on Ubisoft right now. It's not to say that I don't like their games or haven't liked their games in the past. I, I'm a pretty big Far Cry fan. I think Far Cry yeah. is a great formula, um, but. No, I I would I would be hyped to see like you said new Rayman. Yeah, I'd honestly probably be a little hyped to see, and I actually expect to see what's next with the division. Um, you know they've had that Heartlands thing kind of being talked about for a while, and I really liked the first one. The second one I fell off a little bit, but um, yeah, the Star Wars game. I want to see what that's about. Massive. Yep. Speaking of the division, they're the guys who make the division, and I think that's one of the stronger outings that they've had. It's fun. Uh, it's a well put together game. So yeah, let me see what the, the they're working on in the Star Wars universe. And then I do want to honestly see what Avatar is. I just want to see too. what that game, yeah, that what that game's like. Um, you know, it seems like a, a, a franchise that would lend itself very well to video games. Yeah. Um, so just want to probably see those things. But um, in terms of what they're making that's new, I don't know. They they have they also have a lot of things just out there, like right. the, the reboot of the original Prince of Persia game. Um, yeah, Skull and Bones, X Define. There's just a lot of <laughs> lot of things out there that they have to either give us updates about or. I don't know, but um, I wouldn't expect to see too much new stuff with the exception of, like they said, like there's going to be that, that one or two new things. But right. they, they got to start getting some games out. That's what, yes. they, that's what they yeah. have to do. So 20 Assassin's Creed games. Stay tuned. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. Do they talk about Infinity some more? You know, do they talk about... I think there was rumors that they wanted to make Far Cry kind of the same type of thing where it's just this persistently going thing and it just makes me want to throw up. But, <laughs> you know... We'll see. I'll see. Keeping how... my expectations low for that so that I can just be. Yeah. No, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Again, I think they should be focusing on Skull and Bones, Assassin's Creed Mirage, Avatar, the games we know about. Yes. <laughs> so, and this new Prince of Persia game. But, uh, and then finally, we also have Capcom. They will have a showcase on Monday as well, uh, the same day as the Ubisoft, uh, June 12th. Um, we probably expect more Street Fighter, see some DLC, see what plans they have for that game. Exoprimal. Yep, Exoprimal, which comes out a month from now. That'll be a big showcase, and more of this collaboration with Street Fighter will probably be shown. Um, do we plan to see anything Resident Evil? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I think they're going to show off Dragon's Dogma 2 a good amount. I think you'll see a gameplay there. Maybe, um, yeah. Safe I, bet. I don't know if it's time to show off a new Resident Evil. Like, 4 is still the bee's knee. I mean, you could show off some more VR stuff. But it is interesting because they've been sending out these surveys to people saying, hey, what's the next Resident Evil you want us to remake? So (laughs) we're far too early to see any type of what's the next remake. Right. 
I, nine, I, it just doesn't feel. It just doesn't feel like it. No, I, I actually know? don't think it this is at here at all. I think right. It's way so, too soon. so no, I think it would be more likely that you'd see what's next with Devil May Cry. Um, yeah, that you might be able to Monster Hunter World Two. That's also been a while. Yeah. Um, I think you're more likely to see that, and Resident Evil gets to take the year off. Yeah, yeah. I think it's time to focus on our other franchises. Uh, but yeah, I think I think Monster Hunter World would be the big ending announcement if they were to do it. I'm just gonna throw it out, I'm just 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 because you know I'm, I had a good I had a good showing today. Okay. <laughs> we're gonna see a 3D Mega Man game. Oh, you ready? God. Mega Man Legends is returning. Nick's favorite, or something like that. So bad, so bad. <laughs> yeah, but it could be done right now with with Capcom, who it is now. With Mega Man, listen, like if you just think about what an open world game could be with a Mega Man character, he's just all about getting new abilities and things. Like it could be cool. Uh, don't, don't even give me that face. Why could it not be cool? Come on, why could it not be? It's cool? It's got a lot to prove. That's all. Sure. <laughs> the worst. Sure, but I could I could see I could see something like that. I I don't know, Castlevania. Yeah, that has also been rumored. No, I'm sorry, that's Konami. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> yeah, I know video games. No, so, so we've been recording that. for a long time at yeah. this point, so we're gonna we're getting a little loopy here. No. Yeah, but uh, but if I'm you know I feel like every time Capcom has a, an event, it's always like all right. updates. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. All right, yeah, yeah, here's this, here's this, here's this, here's this, <laughs> and then maybe one thing. Yeah. So, not expecting sure. too much from that one, honestly. No, no, I think Phantom Ghost Trick or is also oh, going right. to be there. So. Yeah, Ghost Trick, Phantom Detective, those four words in some order. I'm not yeah, sure which. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, all right. So we got there. We're at the end of the show. Again, teases for next week will obviously be all these showcases. Um, even as we're recording, Devolver Digital is going on, Days of the Devs going on. There's there's going to be a lot more announcements that we are going to talk about. Um, I don't know if they'll take over the whole show, but it's is probably very likely. I. Xbox Game Showcase is going to be big. So, big, yeah. But uh, on other fronts, on the gaming front, John, do you have anything to tease or anything? I'm at McKella, man. I'm okay. at McKella and Elden Ring, which is the the one that everybody fucking talks about. <laughs> so I'm a little nervous. I haven't fought her yet, um, but I am. I'm so close. I'm so close. So. Um, would love, love, love to get through that if I can find some time to game. Get through it by Sunday so they can announce it at the Xbox Game Showcase. I would love that. I would love it. <laughs> the DLC. The Shadow of the Earth Tree. Um, but no, and then just, yeah, just Tears of the Kingdom taking up my time when, sure. when I can't be in my basement. And uh, I would love to be able to answer that question in a different way sometime <laughs> soon. I would yes. love to. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. I know, I know. <laughs> We'll just have to live with video game announcements, feeding you yep. some variety here. Um, if you haven't been following us on Twitter, I went and bought Street Fighter Six. It took less than 24 hours of posting the podcast yeah, to you, break me. Yeah, you so. pulled a me, dude. <laughs> yeah. You pulled a me with that one. Yeah, the stars aligned, and uh, the opportunity was there. And um, again, uh, you know, we, we love physical games. I just, when you get more than... $44 of store credits. Like, why not? Sure. Why not at this point? Just sure. check, check out this very well-reviewed bucks. game. Yep. So, uh, yeah, I might have thoughts on that. If, if time allows, if not, I'll bring it. What do you have to do? I'm just saying with the showcases, if, if the, if the oh, showcases bring enough announcements, we might not be even talking about games we're playing at all or any other topics. So, uh, true. yeah, that'll be it. So, all right, John, we did it. We finished our one year of the show. What is it? What is the song we're going to end on? 
So this is a little, in, you know, in celebration of the of the one year anniversary. It's, it's a little. Um, it's not from a video game, which I know might oh, break our rules here. Oh boy, no. But it's a celebration of video games, and I feel like that's okay. Okay. So wow. recently released. Oh boy, I uh, don't know this, folks. So oh, you, you've, I know. you've heard it though. Okay. Uh, recently released, uh, we got a new Tenacious D track. <laughs> I'm a big fan of Tenacious D. I love Jack Black. And he released a little song called Video Games. It's only like a minute and 20 seconds. It's super short, but it talks about God of War, Red Dead Redemption 2. It's, it's silly. It's stupid. It's quick. Um, but it makes me smile. And so yeah. I want to bring it. You know, Not in a game. I hope you'll allow it. But uh, I think it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's yeah. a good celebration. It's of not the, the first time. So It's not? It, no. We've, uh, we had You Can't Always Get What You Want uh, after all the sh- bad showcases. Sure. We uh, we play that song so okay um, all right so we'll I'm not see. bringing too many rules but no yeah tenacious D um, you know grew up with them yeah and they're gonna stuff. be at this big I mean I, we're not out in L A and Hollywood but there's a big video game concert that Jeff Keighley's putting on that uh, that features them with a bunch oh, of nice. other artists and uh, musicians from video games so and uh, yeah Jack Black's obviously a, a big fan of video games you know, yep. he's starred in them so yep. Uh, he, he is safe. Yeah, he's safe to pick on here. So, cool. yep, enjoy the song. If you haven't heard it already, I'm shocked. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, we will be, ba- yeah. we'll be, we, we will be back <laughs> next week with something. Either the showcases or we'll be in our Six Things format. So stay tuned. Again, thanks for listening. We love you guys. Bye. Bye. Are you plugged in? Yeah. All right, ready? One, two, or one, two, three. I don't play video games no more. I never play video games. Except for a little bit of God of War. I never play video games. Maybe once in a while, a little bit of Fallout 4. But that's okay, not right now. I got things to do. Cause I don't play video games no more. Never play video games. But Red Dead Redemption 2, that is not a game. It's an incredible journey through old American history. Fighting for your life and fighting for your family. Try to live your days with honor and integrity. That's not a game, that's an adult thing. That's not a game at all. That's like fucking Shakespeare. You know I don't play video games no more. Tiny bit of video game. I guess I still play. That's it. That's the one. It's on the album.